Welcome, professional wrestling fans, to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 67. I am your host, the grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Funko Pop collector, and non-playoff making Steelers fan, Andy. Also known as Booker Andy. Booker Andy. Also, <laughs> yeah, Booker Andy. Yeah, Booker Andy. Sorry, it's a new nickname for the year. <laughs> I'm also your host, the no selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. And for anybody who doesn't understand, Jeremy likes soccer. All right, so moving on. All right, tonight we will be discussing Darby <laughs> Allen, Wrestle Kingdom, Vince McMahon, and more. Guys and girls, please, before we get started, go to YouTube.com, search the PW Fan, where you'll find our full catalog of episodes, everything from last year and this year. Help us get to 100 100 subscribers so we can make an official YouTube URL and stop doing this long-winded intro. We got merch on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW Fan. Five designs total. Three different PW Fan logo shirts and two Booger Andy shirts, my personal favorite. Go to the site, check them out. I'm telling you, the coolest wrestling shirts out there, I guarantee it. For all other social media, you want to find us by looking up at the PW Fan, where we kindly ask that you subscribe, leave a review, friend requests, you know, all that stuff that really helps us out. All right, Booger Andy, we're going to send it over to you. Get us started for this week's episode, sir. All right, uh, this or last week's Raw opened up with a segment of the Bloodline and uh, Kevin Owens. Um, this is an ongoing uh, feud ever since. Uh, well, this this is coming off of the John Cena match when he teamed up with uh, Kevin Owens the previous uh, SmackDown. Um, so Bloodline was out there and. Trying to remember, Jeremy, you might need to help me out for this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Roman, I kind of blamed Sammy, I want to say, for the loss. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he said, I didn't lose. He said, you lost. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, yes. They're starting to um, have that split plant- almost where Roman's they're, like. Yep. They're seeds. planting the seeds. The seed- planting those seeds. Seeds are being planted. Yep. Um. So that that was kind of you know the overall issue going on in that opening segment was they're they're playing the seeds and we'll get more into that on uh, f- on Friday's SmackDown um, when it came to Sami Zayn but um, we had then Alexa Bliss versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship during the match uh, Bray Wyatt's Firefly flash on the screen and it kind of. I mean, I hate to say this, triggered something in Alexa Bliss to make her start right going. Right it, it flipped a switch in Alexa Bliss, and she, well, speaking of, she's out on TV right now as we're watching. Um, and it made her just start viciously attacking Bianca. And because of this, Bianca, yeah, Bianca won via disqualification due to Alexa Bliss's uh, action. So. As it looks right now, um, the feud is not over yet, though. And you can kind of tell by that with two people like this having a title match on a television, um, on a televised like match, you know, 
They're not. Yeah. They're going to say something. It's probably for like the Rumble. They'll probably announce that tonight, if anything. Yeah. Um, we had the Usos and Sami Zayn team. Speaking, it's funny that? you're saying that. You're saying that as I look up on the screen, and yeah, you know, we're, we record these on Mondays, pal. Um, speaking of pal, we'll get into that later. Uh, but, uh, I'm looking up at the screen, and Alexa Bliss is literally cutting a promo right now. Weirdly enough, yeah, she's most likely talking about her attack on uh, Bianca Belair that we just discussed. I would assume, which we'll cover next week. Um, then we had the Usos and Sami Zayn teaming up in a six-man tag against <laughs> versus uh, Kevin Owens and the Street Profits. Uh, the winners were the Usos and Sami Zayn, and the Brawling Brutes with Drew McIntyre came out afterwards and attacked. Uh, lastly, I believe it was the main event of Raw. We had Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins for the U.S. title. This was a really good match. I think Theory's kind of, even though I hate him, starting to come into his own yeah. more and more. It was also uh, a Seth Rollins match, too. It was also a Seth Rollins match. But what I want to say, because it was kind of all over the place, um, like online, did Seth Rollins actually get hurt? It looked like that. Like and another MCL. Yeah, I think it was. He was actually uh, for real hurt. Because like when it went off air, there was like fan footage of him sitting in the corner yelling at the ref, being like, "I threw up the X," and then oh, the yeah. ref the ref finally throws up the X after it it went off the air. Um, yeah, but I've I haven't heard too much about. I mean, I guess. As we're watching Raw tonight, we'll find out if anything's yeah, that's mentioned. Gonna, that's going to be tough, though, because it's uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles hurt going into R Rumble Ooh. and WrestleMania. Yeah, AJ's is a not is like more of like a time thing. It's not like a surgery required. Yeah. So he probably will be back. Sorry, whatever's I need to turn off my TV. Whatever's going on is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Seth, though, like I said, I haven't heard anything, not even on, like, ringside news where, you know, I read a lot of the stories from not just, you know, WWE, AEW, but also, like, indies and all yeah. that. And I haven't seen anything about it. Um, I also follow him on, like, Instagram. I haven't seen anything there either. So maybe it was just for that night he kind of, like, hurt himself. Or maybe it wasn't, you know, maybe it was a shoot, brother. It could um, be still looking at it, maybe. I don't know. Um. Yeah, he ended up, like, because he kept working on it. He did a frog splash off the top rope with, like, one leg. Mm-hmm. Like, he hopped up there and, like... Yeah, he kept going. So, I, you know, who knows? Suspended belief. Um, but that that pretty much wrapped up Raw uh, for the important things, I'd say. Let's get in the dynamite, though. I don't know how much of this you all saw, but uh, we opened with Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho, which the match was announced, I believe, the week before. When they cut a promo on one another. Um, winner was Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky is, in my opinion, um, I would say similar to Austin Theory, but I actually like Ricky Starks. Uh, is, you know, he, people were excited that he won. You know, he's really starting to become a bigger and bigger star from what I noticed. I don't know. Yeah. You guys notice the same thing? Well, if he's always been good on the mic. I always thought, at least. From like when I first saw him on Dynamite, so I'm glad they gave him more of a shot. I think it did. He did need a little bit of time to kind of get there, but uh, I think he's giving him the ball and run with it now. It's... Yeah, I mean this babyface version of him. Um, I mean, if you're gonna have two good guys on the mic that are both heel, like him and MJF, you need one to at least like, yeah. kind of be a babyface. And uh, you know, I yeah. feel like he's getting more time to shine now and different opportunities, which is cool. 
How about you, Tim? Looks like you were about to say something. No, I, I really like Ricky Starks, and I think he's a guy that we've all liked from the beginning. I mean, we've even... I know this is like a harsh comparison to give him because... Not harsh, but a strong comparison to give him, give him the caliber of um, worldwide superstar he is. But he does remind me of that charisma that the, that young, you know, no pun intended, but young Rock had. That's um, why MJF called him the Pebble. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not, yeah, it's not just like the shirts. It's not just like the shiny shirts with the collar. He's got something there. Um, I really hope he can tap into it. And I'm, I think it's really cool that, like, these, these were, this is one of the guys that in the beginning of AEW, I was like, how come we didn't, we don't, not we, you know, it's like when, like, someone's like a football fan, they're like, yo, we suck, yo. But, uh, it's, you know, it's like, how come they're not doing more? with that guy you know feels like they should be doing yeah. more and now he's finally getting a great opportunity so i'm excited to see it um and as far as him working with uh mjf i mean that's 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 what i want to see at least that's i mean that's there i will say tony's giving me what i want there yeah i mean you know he went from mjf straight to jericho and i will say since ricky won this match if you look back at this match and when he let Action Andretti win, Jericho's kind of making these, at least recently, making some of these younger guys stars. But yeah. speaking of Action Andretti, after the match, the JAS attacked Ricky and then out came uh, Action Andretti for the save with a little burn on his face from Jericho's fireball. God, the, I, the I can't believe that's in the same. That's coming out of my mouth right now, but. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, where are you going here, pal? Cut this out. There was something I was gonna say. Just cut that. Cut that part out. <laughs> no, we're not cutting it. We're live, pal. So- oh my god! All right. Well, I was gonna say something else, and now I completely forgot. But it had to do with Jericho and the JS and Ricky Starks and all of them. So screw it. Well, first, uh, since we're at the start of Dynamite, I was gonna say, what do you guys think? I know Andy. We talked a little bit before we started recording, but what do you guys think about the new setup for the stage? And kind of like the whole presentation. So I was, you and me were talking before we started recording. I I like the stage a lot better now. Um, I mean, I liked the stage when, the old one, when we first saw it. But change can be good sometimes. Um, and like I told you, I read that they changed the theme song. But I probably just fast forward through the intro because I recorded it. Um, like the fuse. So I couldn't give you an opinion on it. Break the mold. Um, <laughs> but so I couldn't give you an opinion on the theme song. Um, yeah. But I, I, I didn't know if any of you guys heard it. I wanted to throw in my two cents here. Obviously, I'm the old school guy. You would think that I prefer the retro retro look, which I do to a degree. However, when you're not really competing, let's be honest, guys. But when you're Going against a company that has huge, just like beautiful LED screens and their entrances are top notch. When you do something that looks like it's from 2005, I'm just saying it's very reminiscent of TNA and like old WCW. Like when you do something yeah. from the early, it just doesn't hold up to what people are doing now. I personally like the older look more because it's more quote unquote pro wrestling to me but yeah i can 
they made the switch. Obviously, I don't think it's as nice of a setup as WWE. Come on, let's be real. But it does give it a little bit of a cleaner look. And uh, I don't know. It's tough because I think they were trying to go for something else in the beginning, right? Like, they didn't want to just be WWE light or whatever. So they're like, oh, we're going to do the cool old school stage. The ramp's going to be, like, attached to the ring, which, if you've noticed, that's been gone for a while now. Remember they were doing that for a little bit? The ramp came all the way to the uh, to the ring. Yeah, I didn't like that as much. Not a fan. Yeah. And uh, there was a time and place for it. Well, Corn, you know, Corny was saying one thing about, uh, that it's annoying is if you're a manager or a valet and you're doing uh, heel work on the outside, that you're trying to get to a spot in the match and then you realize that you can't just go around the ring; you have to go all the way around the other side. To get where you want to be. He's like, so it like ruins the whole flow of the match. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. That's a good, no, that's point. good point. But yeah, yeah, I'd say overall, the upgrade is good. It's just like, once again, it's like, how are you going to compete with like SmackDown setup? SmackDown setup is crazy, you know? It's not like Tony couldn't afford yeah. it, but I don't know. I think what Fox is putting in is a little bit different. Oh yeah, definitely. I was. I also was thinking because I was. I told Andy this a little bit ago, I think, or Tim. I told you this. Um, so, AEW hired this new executive producer, basically senior like um, VP of production guy, and this guy was apparently supposed to be Triple H's right hand man, like replacing Kevin Dunn. Uh, so he has like apparently a really good vision for production, and also just. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed, like, in the past few weeks, uh, the crowd sounds better on Dynamite. Because, like, this, they mic them a different way. I, I actually, actually have noticed that because the people that were doing the original Dynamites and stuff back in 20, what was it, 18 or 19 when it first came out, there was yeah. actually, 19, I think. It was, actu- it was actually some of the same people that used to work on WCW, WCW and TNA stuff. Here's what I'm but here's my thing. It shows. I'm a music but he, but look, hear me out. I'm a music guy, right? I love old classic recordings. But things have come a long way in 20 years. And modern technology, somebody's like, "Hey, you put the mic here or you do this." Look how much of a difference it makes. Maybe AEW wasn't yeah. doing that, and this guy has that type of knowledge where he's coming in saying, "See, I'm a nerd for that shit. I think it's cool." Like this guy's coming in, he's like, "Nah, you want to mic the crowd like this?" Like, I don't know. I think that's neat. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like a little thing that makes a huge difference. For sure, I'm sure even the way you mic the ring, because you know they're micing those rings under there. Yeah. Like at least one. Yeah. That's the way it sounds. There's a huge oh, ass I mean, hear that whole ring. Yeah. It's not just them, though. They're taking, you know, bits and pieces from people that have, like Jericho and the Bucks, the Bucks who kind of ran PWG mm-hmm. and all that. You know, they're taking bits and pieces from all that as well. Yeah, the, um, guys, that, uh, the, guy that, the guys that ran the, um, the shows out of the school gymnasium is exactly who you want to get the audio advice from. <laughs> hey... <laughs> I don't know if you saw, like, what was it, last night or two nights ago? It was a PWG, their BOLA event. JS showed up. 
I yeah. don't get it. What is, what's happening? Just oh, and uh, Jano Garcia shit. like fucking kicked a fan. <laughs> yeah, kicked the fan. The Jano arm Garcia and kicked the fan in his arm like a bunch of times because he was flicking him yeah. off. What are we? But 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 I mean, what are we guys? What are we doing here? Why is P the PWG? Why is Ring of Honor still a thing? It's like, look, it's great. What do you mean? Why is it still a thing? <laughs> why is it still a thing? There's no point. It's a, it's just. A, what do you mean? There's no point. He's a grumpy old school wrestling fan. All right. <laughs> Hear me out. He's like, to we me, got AEW, we got WWE. That's all we he's need. Like, we only need two companies in the world. <laughs> What is the difference? <laughs> well, we essentially do because PWG and Ring of Honor and AEW are all just the same company. Jer- Jericho showed up on PWG with the JAS. It's the same exact thing, except they're like, "Oh, this." Time you need we're all those indie. You need all those indie ones. GCW can stay where it is. Yeah, we don't. Like, we're not. Yeah. Uh, my my. I don't, I don't hate them, but. My opinion of GCW is when we're at the AEW show, everybody's having a nice time, we're in the oh, snack, li- snack line at concessions, and the one dude in a D- GCW shirt decides to just whip his Pissing junk next to the out, column. Whip his junk out in front of everybody <laughs> and piss in a trash can in front of everybody. I'm like, of course it's that. Anyway, guy. Hangman Adam you Page gave his guy. update. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page gave oh. his health update. As we move forward from the pisser, um, <laughs> and he said basically there's a, there's one more week and enough time to get another scan. Uh, and now comes Moxley, and they have a back and forth. Look, what I got out of the segment is Hangman One is not on Moxley's mic skill level. Moxley oh, yeah. even when Moxley verbally assaulted him while yeah. Hangman Page was saying stuff like John, I will knock your dick in the dirt. While, you know, Mike, Moxley, even though his mic cut out twice, he's saying, like, the yeah. only joke I think is funny is that you think the next time is going to be any different. Your little punk ass doesn't belong in the ring with me. And next week I'm going to make sure you don't get back up. Like, yeah. that compared to I'm going to knock your dick in the dirt. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> But that's just one small example. It's just, like, I think Hangman might have needed to, you know, show that he can go toe-to-toe with Moxley on the mic and this did not. Yeah. Even oh, even with Moxley's mic cutting out like that, and Moxley was like, "God damn it!" and he was like, "Even yeah, got even, back even on track easily." Yeah. But yeah, Page was all over the place with this yeah. back and forth promo. Adam Page, you're going to say Tim. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> and we know you're listening. He was outclassed. He was outclassed by Moxley. <laughs> What's it? What? There's an old. Uh, there's this old. Uh, Quote from Raw where X Pac comes back from WCW and he joins DX and he goes DX and he goes Hulk Hogan says I can't cut the mustard well Hulk Hogan you suck pal so that's my uh, <laughs> that's my opinion on that's exactly how it's I like feel. a nice comeback what does he say if you add the word if you add the letter S in front of the word Hitman that's exactly how I feel about Brett the Hitman Hart so. That's kind of how I feel about Adam Page. Um, but after that, we had... Yeah, we all know. We don't like Adam Page. I think Jeremy does. Ooh. Okay, he's coming He's coming down. Um, we had the acclaimed defeating Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal uh, in a AEW Tag Team Championship match. When Max Caster came out, he had his rep consisted of... Um, 
it cited Karen Jarrett's uh, recent Twitter drama, Impact <laughs> Wrestling, Dixie Carter, and Andrew Tate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but during the match, Jarrett applied the ankle lock, you know, kind of taunting former, you know, TNA rival Kurt Angle and all the drama that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which then made Taz uh, say the old TNA tagline, cross the line. <laughs> um, but we'll come back to this match because we had a similar match at Battle of the Belts. You mean almost the same match? The exact same match. Uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson defeated Tony Nese, but what I want to talk about was right after when he had a... Uh, well, one, they were in Seattle, Washington, so crowd was hot for Danielson. It's home state. Um. Danielson said, I'm feeling a little froggy. I'm ready for another fight. MGF, get your ass out here. Um, MGF came out. He ended up saying, unlike you, Brian, I don't get my rocks off by putting my body on the line <laughs> to entertain these schmucks. I don't care about them at all. Um, D- D- MGF said a lot, so I'll just read through a couple. He said, if Lance Storm and Dean Malenko were, somewhere, <laughs> were somehow able to procreate, their kid would, would still be more charismatic than you. <laughs> <laughs> He said, uh, or Danielson said, I hit a mom joke and I'm okay with that, but I hate you and I think it's time for us to fight. MJF said, if you can win every week between now and February 8th, I'll give you a shot at the Triple B, which is his, he calls his title, on March 5th at Revolution. MJF also did say, uh, I've, I didn't write this one down, but I just remembered it. He said, just because you look like a goat doesn't mean you're the greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, you know who thinks I'm the greatest? He's like, Hall of Fame names. He said, like, Disco Inferno, Eric <laughs> yeah. Bischoff, and then he said, and my good pal, Jim Cornette. Yes! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> so he said that on live AEW television. I just, I was like, oh, I'll have to bring this up um, <laughs> next week. You know, when I've already accepted my role I already know out there, I know that these two guys right here get all the freaking messages, all the fans reaching out to them, and I get nothing. <laughs> so if I've accepted my role, bro, as the heel of this show, and I don't even care. Tim's turned so, into you know, Vince Russo. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm a heel sympathizer now. I'm turning my back on all you fans. <laughs> <laughs> heel Tim. That, that's Tim's heel promo. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, MJF did mention, he's like, you know, I like to, he's like, you know how I like to have my opponents go through a bunch of hoops to get to him. So he's basically saying, he's like, I'll give you a match for the title if you can win every single one. I forget every single match from now till uh, Revolution. But yeah. uh, Daniel said, Danielson said something like, he's going to, he's not going to do it for some reason. He's going to do it for another reason. I don't know. If you were, if you remember yeah, that he, part, well, he said like, if only if I can choose the stipulation for the match. Oh, that's what, what it got down to. So the stipulation was going to be an Iron Man match. Yeah, the, which I know Danielson has been wanting to do for so long. So him and MJF, it looks like that's what they're planning for at Revolution, not one hour Iron Man match, which could be yeah. very good, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Has the but sure. I, the the one line that MJF said, I don't think it got the the um, reaction it should have was the very first line when he walked out, and he was like, Brain Damage Brian Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, then we had a backstage interview with Soraya. Um, 
Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm with Renee Paquette. And basically, Renee's asking Soraya about her mystery partner. And what a letdown this was because yeah. she's just oh like, God. it's the best woman wrestler out there, Tony Storm. And it's like, okay, well, people were hoping it was going to be Mercedes Monet. But well, do you think, because Sheeta was sitting right on the opposite side and she got really angry. <laughs> yeah, she looked angry, so I don't know where they're going to go from here. But Cause people are still thinking it's something big on Wednesday. Like, Sheeta's going to attack turn. Storm. And she's then... been face the whole time, all three years that she's been here. So Yeah, maybe yeah. they'll like have someone new then. Or, I don't know. Yeah. And call Soraya and Tony Storm the match against Burt Baker and Jimmy Hader. Oh, yeah, it could be that, yeah. Um, the Gun Club, the Ass Boys, um, Colton and Austin Gun come out, and they have a eulogy for FTR. Um, FTR ends up coming out, who... Um, no more titles. I was going to mention... Well, I was going to get to Wrestle Kingdom later, but yeah, the FTR now <laughs> yeah. has no more titles. They say, lost was their. It the, was it the eulogy for their career? By the way, Tony Khan booked them. <laughs> basically, <laughs> he was he was saying how you know they basically after one loss they said from the Gun Club that um, their career is basically in the dirt. Uh, so yeah, FTR lost their final championships that da- they had. Dax is so like they... I'm only Dax is like I'm only half shooting here, brother. Or I'm only half. I'm, this, is only, this is only half kayfabe. I'm also happy. So, <laughs> what happened was FTR lost ROH titles to the Briscoes, right? At the last yeah. pay per view. FTR lost the AAA titles to Dragon Lee, and I forget <laughs> who his partner was, but then Dragon Lee announced he was going to WWE, so they had to vacate the titles. That was insane. So, no one in AAA has a tag team titles, I believe, right now. Right. Yeah. And then FTR lost. Uh, Tuesday, I say Tuesday slash Wednesday because happened Tuesday night, yeah. but it, it was like Wednesday here or whatever. Um, like overnight. Lost them um, in uh, at Wrestling Kingdom 17, and I forget to who. So yeah, yeah. Gun Club had a eulogy, and FTR came out, and can't remember what was said. It all blurs. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. Um, Isn't it basically just set up a match between those two? Oh no, they didn't come out. They didn't come. Oh wait, no, they didn't come out. I thought the no, gun no, no, no. They, they played, played the music, music and then they started laughing. Music and then started laughing, and yeah. because it would have been the day. There was no way they could have flown overseas. Yeah, like, it was the next there. day of it. Yeah. Okay, so FTR did not come out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, man, they, I, they got me, and then I got our audience right then and there. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. wait a minute, they did. FTR did not come out. Um, and then finally, our main event. Was Samojo versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship? Now Darby is from Seattle, Washington, Seattle. which they were yeah. for Dynamite. And even though they were in his hometown, I was still surprised. Darby won. Darby is now yeah. a two-time TNT champion. Uh, Sting came out afterwards to celebrate with Darby. Uh, this was this was a good match. Um, I thought it was a really good match. Hopefully they'll get away from all of his team-ups with Sting and kind of get him back on track to being a single star that he kind of was up until Sting got... He was going up the ladder, you know? He was in a lot of big matches, and um, hopefully they say that way. Joe still has the ROH Television Championship, so it's not like he's not champion. But maybe Wardlow will continue their feud, and he'll just go for that one and get more eyes on ROH. I don't know what the plan is in... 
in Tony's head. They should. They're gonna have that weekly show on on uh, Honor Pass, right? So I'll stream it live from blank 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 <laughs> com. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't give away our secret site. Well, it didn't help me. Uh, it didn't help me much with Wrestle Kingdom. There were some parts that were removed. Yeah. They're on to me. Um, so that wraps up Dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown. SmackDown, as always lately, and every WWE show lately, uh, opened up with the Bloodline. Uh, Roman Reigns went off on Sami Zayn, um, saying that Sami, you know, is trying to be him and trying to call the shots. And Sami's just like, "What are you talking about?" Um, Kevin Owens ends up coming out and. Um, one, he challenges Roman to a match at the Rumble, um, which is it looks like you know we're getting that. Hmm. Um, but Roman ended up saying, uh, "said that's just something I don't understand because I'm the tribal chief. Because the tribal chief don't lose. It's not my DNA. It's not my makeup." Talking about the Kevin Owens and John Cena loss, you know he. Yeah. he this is what he was saying, like with him. Um, not losing, and Sammy is the one that took the loss. And uh, he said, the tribal chief calls my shot, and I always uh, deliver. He said, why are you doing things like me? When he's talking to Sammy, he says, do you want to be me? Uh, why do you think you can do it? Uh, and so this is the whole idea that we're saying the seeds are planted. Sammy's kind of starting to be on the outs a little bit. Uh, when Kevin Owens comes out, he says, it seems like the best way for you to take care of that KO problem is in a match at the Royal Rumble for the Universal Championship. So this is what we were kind of predicting, that eventually they would have another match. Last time they had a match together for the title was during the pandemic in the Thunderdome. Um, and Owens says, and Sammy, I'll see you whenever you grab your balls out of Roman's pocket. <laughs> so that kind of uh, ended that segment, I believe. That was a good segment. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think mean, I, th- I think lately when the Bloodline opens up the show, it's usually a good way to set tone of, of yeah. the show. And also, like, Sammy, his, just his facial reactions um, are just, like, perfect. Even when Roman's yelling, yelling at him. He was showing, like, pure like, confusion. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's, like, stuff. the best on the show. Dude, the fans love Sammy. You can tell by during this segment, too. Um after the first match of the show, Sammy is shown backstage, knocking on the bloodline door, and Heyman comes out and stops him. He's trying to talk to Roman, but, um, you know, he's basically asking Heyman if Roman's actually mad at him or not. But we'll get back to that in a little bit, because Roman does end up talking to Sammy later. We had Madcap Moss and Emma, who are a couple in real life. Uh, they faced Karrion Cross and Scarlett. This is the first match I've seen Scarlett in in WWE, including NXT. Um, winners were Karrion Cross and Scarlett. Afterwards, uh, he attacked Riddick, or I was going to say Riddick Moss. That was his old Riddick. name. That was his old name. Madcap Moss. Not much better. Um, <laughs> I think his real name is Riddick, though. Uh, he attacked Moss and put a uh, Rey Mysterio mask on him. If you remember, that's kind of who he's feuding with, waiting for Rey to get healed right. or whatever. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Yeah, cause it's not a big part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, LA Knight was backstage, and God, I'm loving LA Knight more and more, guys. I know Tim doesn't really it's care. Tim, for Tim would say boo. <laughs> Hates him. Um, but LA Knight was backstage, cut a promo about. 
Yeah, let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Who's the man? Ellie Knight. Um, but he was backstage. He cut a promo about his Mountain, Mountain Dew pitch no. black match. Because <laughs> yeah. promo about his Mountain Dew pitch black match against Bray Wyatt at Royal Rumble. Still don't know what it is. The fact that it's based off of a sponsor, I hate it. I I don't know where sponsors think people's heads are at, because it doesn't make me want to buy a pitch no, black match. Like I could have just seen a random commercial for this, and I would have wanted it more than seeing a match named after yeah. it. Yeah, they could. They could have just shown an ad. This match is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Pitch yeah, like, they did that all the time. And while we're at it, you know, since Mountain Dew is obviously big listeners of the show, all you need—I <laughs> don't even is like Mountain Dew. OG Mountain. Andy, Dew. don't say that right now. OG Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. You need. Not cover it's better. Right. If you're gonna pick one. Game fuel, and you need Baja Blast and Code Red. Baja other Blast, than that, best. just cut out all this other nonsense. Just stop. No, Baja Blast fucking sucks. No, what? what? I hate it. Oh, never liked it. What? Talk about for it. Boo! That shit sucks. That is Mountain Dew, if you're listening, don't sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sponsoring, if you want to go to the PWFanPod at gmail.com, you can message us right now. We will uh, gladly accept your sponsor. Yes. We will accept your sponsor Unless and Andy will trash Dew. you. We will drink Mountain Dew every single episode and tell you how delicious it is. Yeah. Andy will drink it too. Yeah, so we still... Royal Rumble is January 28th. I think they said we were three weeks out. Um, and for the fans... Uh, I don't know what we'll be doing. Tim will be in charge of social media that night. But me, Tim, and Jeremy are all going to go out to dinner and then either watch it, the Royal Rumble together, or Jeremy will be streaming with us while me and Tim watch together. We will decide. Or neither. Or Jeremy is just like, screw you guys and doesn't want to do it. <laughs> um, but Tim, Tim, about myself. Tim will be probably tweeting and posting stuff that night uh, for the Rumble. I assume. If he can stay up, you mean? Um, if he can stay up, yes. <laughs> we gotta see what that pitch black <laughs> match is all about, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you stay up really late. late, yeah. If you stay up really late, you will get special access to onlypwfans.com, where you can get exclusive content. Only PW uh, fans. <laughs> only PW fans. <laughs> we have hot, hot exclusive content on there, bro. I thought you were going in a different direction at first. Well, I feel like I was All going right. in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> only New shirt coming. Only PW fans. Only PW fans. <laughs> um, like and subscribe. Um, Charlotte Flair came out and cut a promo. It seems like she's like a baby face coming back at the moment. Yeah, no one's going to like her again, though. Yeah, like they tried to do this how many times? A lot. Come back. <laughs> yeah, everyone ends up hating her. So it's gonna take a little bit of getting used to. Um, while she was cutting her promo, though, um, Sonya Deville ended up coming out, and um, I forget how the chant started, but they started chanting "trick," calling Sonya Deville a trick. 
And then Charlotte yeah, and then started... into it, and she's like, "I think they think you're a trick." Yeah, and then the the crowd started chanting, "Whoop that trick!" That's right. Yeah. And then he said, "I think you're I don't, a I don't, ass, I trick ass, hoe ass, bitch ass." <laughs> I kept seeing all the memes from you know that movie Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he has that song called "Whoop That Trick" in the in the uh, movie. That's with um. Crap, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't know. Terrence Howard. Name. Isn't that yeah, a Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. That's an old movie. I don't know how I remember yeah. that. Uh, then we had a Royal Rumble qualifying match, which I guess they're doing. I mean, they do this these kind of matches. Why do some people have to qualify and others are just like, <laughs> I'm in the Rumble, man? Um, Booker Andy doesn't like that. Yeah, well, it just it doesn't make sense. Logic. <laughs> but wrestling logic is not real logic, so. It's, yeah. You can't put Looks logic like in wrestling. Me, damn it, right? Reality. Um, <laughs> still so we had a Royal Rumble qualifying match. Still real to me, damn it. Ricochet versus Top Dalla, who, good for him. He, that dude's lost a lot of weight, even though he flopped over the ropes like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> totally missed everyone. <laughs> totally missed it. And they all had to he act took, like they got He hit. took flight and yeah. then came crashing down real quick. Well, last yeah. week. And then Michael Cole was like, and that's why he doesn't do that. Yeah. Last week there was a segment backstage where they were all making fun of him and giving him nicknames for like Flop Dalla instead <laughs> of Top Dalla and like things like that. And he ended up getting mad at Ricochet and I guess it led to this Royal Rumble qualifying match. So but uh the winner of the match was Ricochet. Um if you're gonna choose Top Dalla over Ricochet in the Rumble, I don't know what's wrong with you, Triple H, yeah. but you need to have Ricochet in the Rumble. And he's uh, like the new Kofi. Yeah. As in terms of like, like what he's going to do in the Rumble. Well, if you haven't seen the New Day in a while, it's because they are the NXT Tag Team Champions, in case you forgot right now. so I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we have a backstage segment, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, and Roman tells Paul to go get Sammy. And surprisingly enough, when Sammy gets there, he starts apologizing, and Roman says, you shouldn't be the one apologizing. I should apologize to you, Sammy. Basically saying that he should be better as the tribal chief and as the champion. Um, but I think it's going to be a little bit of this back and forth. He's going to like they're going to pull Sammy in, push him out, pull him in, and then yeah, it'll be interesting if Sammy gets involved at all at the Rumble or if they save it for something later down the line. I think they save it. They're going to reunite. All right, let's just say that. I think it's going to come down to Usos versus Sammy and KO at Mania. And I think very- it's going to be. The bloodline turned on Sammy first, not the other way around. And KO comes out to save. Yeah. Sammy stopping them and getting on. See, I think that would be a bigger pop, though, for, like, oh, no, for KO to save Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sammy's already doesn't need a big pop. He's already got it. Yeah, he's already the favorite. Yeah. Um, And then our main event was the Usos versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. For the tag team championships, I guess this was like a redo. If you remember, this was supposed to happen, but Drew got hurt, and so yeah. they put uh, Butch in for Sheamus right, yeah. and him. So I guess they were just trying to do this. But winners was the Usos. Um, that wraps up SmackDown, though. Do you guys have anything to add before we get into Rampage? Well, as always, I have like one thing to talk about with Rampage, and that was. Darby Allen defending his TNT championship against Mike Bennett. Um, Which I forgot he was in AW already. Tim's like, who's that? Uh, <laughs> Maria Kanellis' <laughs> husband. 
Or if you remember him from uh, WWE, he was Mike Kanellis. Ah, Mike Kanellis. Never heard of her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I thought, I was talking to Jeremy before we recorded, I thought this happened the same night as Dynamite, and I was like, oh, he he has two matches in one night. But apparently they did Rampage and Battle of the Belts 5. They're just going to keep counting, which is ridiculous. Uh, in the same place, but no, they were in Portland for Rampage, and yeah. So, just the other notable thing for Rampage was they did this. I, don't, I hate how they did this, but it was just a little like cut scene of Hangman Page saying that he was clear to wrestle, and that he has a match with Moxley on Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, apparently they're. Charles like just do that on Wednesday if you're gonna announce that, but. Logic. Um, but. Darby Allen ended up winning, so I guess technically that's his first uh, defense as TNT champion. Yeah. Let's get into Battle of the Belts 5. Um, I'm just going to run through the three matches because it was an hour long, just like Rampage. We had the same match we had on Dynamite, the Acclaim versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal with the tag. <laughs> there was no DQ. <laughs> just no DQ this time, yeah. Winners were the Acclaimed. We had Jade Cargill, Cardgill versus Sky Blue for the TBS Championship. Winner was Jade Cargill, who is now 48-0. And then the main event was Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian for the All-Atlantic Championship, and the winner was Orange Cassidy. And apparently I wrote three N's in winner on my notes, Jeremy. <laughs> um, winner. Uh, winner. Uh, so that was Battle of the Belts 5. Let's get into Wrestle Kingdom 17. Now, I didn't watch the whole show. Some things I saw highlights. Other things I watched the whole match. But the main ones I wanted to talk about were Mercedes Monet came out. Or is it Monet? It's Monet. No, Monet. Is it Monet or is it Monet? Because yeah. her theme song just kept saying Monet. And it's cha-ching, I don't cha-ching. like the theme song at all. So formerly no beat as, to it. <laughs> formerly known as Sasha Banks. Mercedes Monet came out after Kyrie Sane's win, uh, where she retained the IWGP Women's Championship, or I don't know if they give it a different name, but that's what it is. She yeah. came out and she looked like a leopard with her <laughs> hair. In my opinion, it looked like a leopard. I don't know what it was. It was. It's like or this... cheetah, or sorry, cheetah, yeah. not leopard. It's like this cultural thing over in Japan of how they do hair. But I don't, I don't like the, how she did hers. I don't like it. I hope it's a one-off hair. Yeah. Um, but she came out, and she made it clear that she's coming for Kyrie's championship. And then, unfortunately, botched her new finisher. Her and Kyrie did. Kyrie, what happened was Kyrie went down too early. Yeah. Into the DDT. She hit the ground before Sasha. Yeah, it was weird how she just like dove straight down. Because I saw a video of Sasha in like a training ring doing it to someone of what it should look like, and it looks cool. It's just Kyrie went down headfirst into the DDT too quick. Um, Also, Carl Anderson lost the Never Open Weight Championship to Tama Tonga. So that's the end of WWE and New Japan working together. Well, yeah, and apparently, though, I'd read that WWE... I mean, this is some someone that they've been interested in for a while now, for years. It's no really no, like not new news that Triple H has always been interested in Tamatanga. Um, yeah. And then we had Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, which some, like Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, are saying, is it one of the best matches of all time? <laughs> no. 
I saw about the first half because my website did not let me see the other <laughs> half. Uh, from what I saw straight fo- through, was very good. Uh, I loved Kenny's entrance. If you're a Final Fantasy VII fan, he came out to Sephiroth's theme, One Winged Angel, which is also his uh, finisher name. He came out dressed like Sephiroth, and the Titantron video was a big one-winged angel, Sephiroth's angel. It was a really cool entrance. Um, it was cool. Sorry, Will Ospreay. I know you're listening. I skipped through your entrance because I wanted to get to the match, but I knew Kenny would have something cool and video game-like. <laughs> uh, so what I saw straight through was really good. Uh, the rest I had to see highlights of, which also looked really good. I was surprised that Kenny won the match. Unless yeah. it gets to like, okay, Kenny beats Will in New Japan. Does Will beat Kenny in AEW? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So there was a press conference afterwards where Will was like crying, saying he just wanted one thing, and it was this win. And yeah. um, So I feel like this feud's not over, but I don't know if it was one of the best matches of all time. It was very, very, very good. Yeah. And if I can find a way to actually watch the full thing, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think it was exactly what everyone was hoping it would be, from what I yeah could see. I mean, so. to, to me, Will Ospreay is an insane wrestler. Like the it's crazy, and he's not going to do that shit forever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like him, like him and Kenny right now, it's like a perfect pairing because they both go a hundred percent in the ring. It was very, very good. Will was bleeding, I believe, in it. By the end, yeah. Uh, Tim, what did you hear or see about this or read? Um, no, just you know that they went a hundred miles an hour, and that you know some people say it's you know one of the best matches of all time. Some people say it's too much because they kicked out of everything like way over the top, even more than like a Shawn Michaels and Undertaker type thing. It's just, a, it, it's really, I feel like, like music, a lot of this depends on your taste, you know? If you're into the most extreme... It wasn't as choreographed as, like, the Ricochet Will Ospreay stuff, but... Right. Yeah. Um, it was still, it was still good. Yeah, I, I, thought, think, I think it's worth I watching. Just, I think, it, yeah, I... Oh, definitely. I recommend it. I just think to put such a big, like, oh, it's one of the best matches ever, like, that all comes down to taste, you know? Um, yeah, and then the main event of the show, which I only got to see the end of, <laughs> Jay White versus Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I believe Jay White came in as champion, but Okada left as champion. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and I did not know this: Kenny versus Will Osprey. That was for the IWGP US title. So right. Kenny is now uh, the champion. The and then the next night after Wrestle Kingdom, they always have that New Year's Dash or whatever it's called, right? Is mm-hmm. that where we saw Kenny teaming up with Okada in a tag match? Yeah, and that was just a surprise thing, too. Like, they weren't even scheduled. And I, I don't... I'm sorry if you're listening. I don't remember who they wrestled against. I did not watch the match. I just saw that it, it happened. Yeah, I just saw that, too. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I would say those last two matches, they were the final two matches of the pay-per-view, are definitely worth checking out. I'm sure the rest of the show was good. I just, I was on vacation for one, and that's just what I happened to catch was those bits of the last match. 
the beginning of Kenny yeah. and the end of Jay White's. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we close out, as Tim mentioned, um, the final thing we wanted to talk about was the big story in the wrestling world, which is Vince McMahon has returned to the WWE in as part of the board. As of yeah, now, so right? Key, key part, part of the board. For now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to try to get this correct and, and correct me if I'm wrong. But so he's returned as part of the board. He still has most voting power. He has 80% of the voting power. 80%. Okay. I thought it was like 51%. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so, yeah. Vince McMahon is now back on the board of directors. He has the most voting power. There's been talk, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I don't know when. He wants to sell the company. To the Saudi Arabian government. Now, <laughs> there's a bunch of potential buyers. If you go to MJF's Twitter, you can see who he, who they are because he wants to. He's like, I don't think I want. I mentioned you know, how much I yeah. love these guys. How companies. much I like these guys. <laughs> uh, there's like Fox, Disney, what, Comca- or Xfinity or Comcast, Comcast or something. Yeah. Saudi Arabia government. But the, <laughs> deal is, the deal is right now is as long as it's a public shared company like it is and hasn't been sold, the deal was you can come back on, but you're not part of creative, Vince. And he wanted to be on creative. He wanted to be on creative, but they were like, you can't come back if you're uh, not part of as long as you're not part of creative. But if he sells it, he could basically hold it hostage and be like, I'm only selling it to whoever buys it if I get to come back as part of creative. Yeah, because then it's privately owned. Now, if you look everywhere in line, if you are looking into in the, into this, I haven't found anyone that their word is worth anything that they want Vince McMahon back, that they think yeah. it's a good idea. Could he buy it yeah. back himself? No, I don't think Vince has that kind of money. I think Vince is rich, but not enough. What? Not like sold to seven, himself? It's like worth four to eight billion dollars. Ultimate villain move. Ha ha ha. Could you put it past them? I bought the competition. <laughs> I bought my own company back, pal. <laughs> And injected it with a lethal dose of poison. Which was just me. It was actually just me the whole yeah. time. It was me, Austin. <laughs> God, dude. There'd be stories later on in life like, what killed WWE? Well, Vince McMahon, the owner, <laughs> actually killed his own company. So right. people are saying there's also like a very small, like super small percentage, as in like 0.5% that it could happen is that the Khan family could buy WWE, like Tony Khan's family, not the other Khan. If if they're smart though, they would let. And then Tony Khan's like, you can watch WWE on Tubi. Uh, <laughs> on Tubi, you can watch it. Uh, or the behind a paywall at ROH Fight Pass. Show. <laughs> um, and then Raw, if he's smart, Raw, he would have Triple H Raw is actually going to be on after uh, PWG tonight. Uh, tune in, tune in. It's going to be great. It's going to be on eleven o'clock at night after Rampage. Uh, God, I don't know. He, he's had a pretty good week. The Jaguars making the playoffs and winning the division. 
Yeah, and then I mean, saw the- his tweet. Someone needs to take. We said this all the time. He needs to take Twitter away from yeah. him. He's like, he's like, for some reason, when they announced that Vince was coming back or he was back, yeah. he's like, for some reason, all my employees are being really nice to me. I wonder why. <laughs> Sounds like, yeah. dude. Sometimes you don't need to say it. Act like a boss. Act like an owner, please. Um. So, <sighs> thoughts. We all just think it's bad. It's bad news bears. Bad. Yeah. Everything was going so good with WWE. I was liking it a lot more than I've liked it in years. Yeah. I think almost almost a decade. <laughs> God. This was the best it's been to me since Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. And Vince is like, oh, I feel like it's going to keep getting better, too. God. Yeah. Please, just let us well, get through Mania. Okay. <laughs> Like I if mean, they sell yeah, it, I would hate to for where when they're in Philly next year for WrestleMania, which is one uh, we could potentially go to, that Triple yeah. H is not in charge anymore. You know. Yeah, like if they sell it to like Comcast, I feel like they they would ruin it so much. But what were you gonna say, Jeremy? Before I cut you off, sorry. No, go ahead, Tim. Good. No, I don't. I don't Tim, have anything. I don't have anything. Just it's all bad news bears, right? <laughs> just disappointing. Awful. It's bad, 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 bad. We all texted each other like, no! <laughs> I saw the article and I was like, oh, God. I was like, I had to send He it. said he got bad advice from people telling him to retire. Yeah, because he was like, I thought it was, he's like, it would have just blown over, which is what he was thinking. But then he stepped down and I was like, dude, no. It's not how it works anymore. You can't do I don't that know. I get- here. All right? That's not allowed. <laughs> I guess that's, that's that, why that's why he wants Saudi Arabia to buy it maybe yeah <laughs> he's like it's it's chill so there, you treat women however you want <laughs> yeah. he's like as the kids that's say it's joke. chill in church, you get to you get to tell them what to do God, that's terrible. anyway that's well, awful so as well, the weeks go on we'll we'll continue reporting on if anything changes with Vince yeah. In the sale of the company. Um, but I'll have Tim close us out with the match of the week or pay-per-view of the... Classic whatever. show of the week. There we go. The classic show. <laughs> One of those things. This is why I don't the do cl- it. The classic show of the week is WWE One Night Stand 2006, which is not the first one. It is the second one. And the reason why I'm picking that one alone is the atmosphere. It's still very much an ECW pro audience. A lot of the original ECW fans are there, and some of these WWE guys are coming out, and the audience is just destroying them verbally, and it's a crazy hostile environment. Uh, That was amazing to watch. Yeah, Masato Tanaka and Balls Mahoney have an Extreme Rules match where they basically kill each other with chairs. Uh, the most random match on the show to me is Kurt Angle versus Randy Orton. Just out of nowhere, <laughs> there's a Kurt Angle versus Randy Orton on the ECW pay-per-view. Uh, but the, the main event, this is why you're watching this show. If you've ever seen the classic footage of a, of a sign that says, If Cena wins, we riot. That is this show. So... That main event alone, the atmosphere's crazy. It's Rob Was Van Dam. Was it Cena versus, versus RVD? Rob Van Dam, yeah, versus John Cena. Uh, 
Yeah. When he threw and, his shirt out, like, how many times did they throw it back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, th- <laughs> he threw his shirt out. The audience threw it back. He was getting, like, spit on on the way of the ring. It was some crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I recommend the show. It's a fun watch. It's a dark, kind of almost grungy watch, but it's good. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining of the, joining us this week. Now, let me just close out the show with this. If you've made it this far, this deep into the show, this is episode 67. Now, today, which would be Tuesday, pal, when you're listening to episode 67, you're also going to notice that episode 66 from last week also dropped. And that's because we had a little bit of a technical error, but we just wanted to make sure that uh, both It's on YouTube. Episodes, yeah. Videos it's on, on YouTube, YouTube, though. And uh, now you can go back to last week and listen to episode 66 as well. Thank you guys so much for listening every week. We appreciate you. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash the PW fan. Go go get yourself some merch. Rep some gear. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye, everybody. Go watch wrestling and have a great, phenomenal week.